king kapatoke. Hey, forget about it. There you go. That's perfect, actually. Stay there. Done. <laughs> Fucking done, Toots. <laughs> solid Botafuco. Yeah, we'll just go right into it. Oh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bloody Podcast. I am your host, Maria Felix, along with my co-host, Cash Abdemalik. How's it going? And our guest today, Mikey Rose. Oh! Hey, how you doing? Forget about it. He's a good guy from around the neighborhood. We call him Mikey Flowers, Mikey Rose, sometimes depending on his mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're good people. It's good to be here. <laughs> I don't really talk like that, but I am from that part of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason that they're both already talking like that is because today we're covering the Long Island Lolita. Long Island. <laughs> Amy Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> and these two are from New York. Oh. Mm-hmm. And Mike, you told me you're a big fan. You guys were a big fan of this story growing up. Yeah. Well, like, I, I grew up in uh, Northport, Long Island, which is in Suffolk County. Yeah. Uh, and on Long Island, this was like the biggest story in the world. Like it was a pretty big story um, in general. But I think I was this is 92 when it happened. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, um, I was I think ten years old, and it was all people talked about. It was on the cover of Newsday like every day, and it was pretty much everything everybody talked about. Um, and they made three made-for-TV movies about it. Yeah, and my family yeah. watched every single one of them. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so they did. exciting! I'm excited to watch three. Them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm excited to watch them after part one. After we do this mm-hmm. one, because I didn't want to watch them for part for the first part because uh, I didn't want to be biased in any <laughs> way to Amy Fisher's side of the story mm-hmm. about shit. But also, I noticed right now that you clarified that it's Suffolk County. County. Yes, and I notice that's like a trend. Whenever mm-hmm. I am reading about Long Island, is that there's you guys clarify which county it's in. What's oh, the other yes. one? Nassau County. There's Nassau it? County yeah. and Suffolk County, but then it gets. And I'm sure Cass is aware of this too. But it depends. Are you from the North Shore or the South Shore? Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm from the North Shore. I'm not South Shore trash. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> South Shore would be like we're not like those assholes up north. <laughs> okay, so this is in ten miles. <laughs> Amy Fisher happened in Merrick. So is that South Shore? Um, I, that's a good question. Also, the thing is, I don't really know, and no one really knows <laughs> where, where the parts of the is. It's just the division it's, is somewhere yeah. in the mall. Yeah, it's somewhere. Merrick, I I played soccer against people in Merrick, and they were assholes. That's my. That's, that's probably them then. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's ridiculous. The politics of New York, where it's just like mm-hmm. us versus them, and just it, it's block to block. In any way, but like all of Long Island is pretty much indistinguishable distinguishable from any other part of it that's what it yeah that's <laughs> it's all just uh, it's all just uh, i'm i don't know if you've ever been there cash i'm assuming I'm, you've definitely yeah, yeah have. i've been, I've been there. <laughs> obviously but uh yeah it's just one big suburb there's no there's nothing special yeah. about it but yeah. except there's beaches which are some of them are nice some of them are. yeah de la soul's from there that's true de la soul is all uh, around <laughs> so is um what was i gonna say buster rhymes yep oh wow yep yeah. Yeah. nice and a lot of other people. I'm a lot, a lot, a lot of other people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Amy Fisher was born mm-hmm. August 21st, 1974. That's one day. One bef- day. One day before my birthday. That's right. It, it was an, uh, she was an only child to Elliot and Roseanne Fisher of Merrick, Long Island. 
Roseanne is Italian and her father, Elliot, is Jewish. It was Elliot's third marriage. Her parents had a 17-year age difference between them. And when she was six, her father had a heart attack, which meant that he survived. But after that, he stayed home for a while while her mom managed the two sewing shops that they owned. Oi, my Italian wife. She drives me nuts. (laughs) (laughs) My heart. I had to take a break. So mom is managing the sewing shops. And Amy, so our our major source for today, besides Mm. all the the news coverage that we have of it, like the archives, LA Times and all that, is Mm. I wanted to read Amy Fisher's My Story, which I did, because that's her account of it. Oh, wow. Was it My Story is what it was called? Yeah. She's actually, Mm. she's written three books. Oh, wow. And My Story was first, and that was back in the 90s. She wrote it, like, right when everything was happening. Like, Mm -hmm. it came out. And then there was, like, two more later. (laughs) It's, like, My Story, and then the other one's called, like, If I Knew Then. (laughs) Like the the OJ thing, If I Did It? Yeah. Yeah. But we know she did it? Yeah. (laughs) And the third one is a Sudoku book. Yeah. (laughs) I just like the game. (laughs) By Amy Fisher. (laughs) I have other interests. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow she had a co-writer of course and, oh yeah. yeah that's the one yeah. who did all the work yeah of course <laughs> so in her book she says that her father was emotionally abusive and sometimes slapped her when he like when he would have all those long stints of you know disability at home he said she says that he would berate her for not being a boy the son that he always wanted apparently and ever since she can remember he had a habit, like I said, of slapping her in the face whenever he got upset. She says that he also played mind games with her, like when he wouldn't let her leave the dinner table until she correctly spelled the word develop Jesus. when she was little. What? He's just chasing her around the house. Why aren't you a boy? Why aren't you a boy? My dad did that to me too. Why aren't you a boy? <laughs> You're not leaving this table until you spell the word properly. Oh, wait. <laughs> Develop. That's a weird word. She just so happened to, like, according to the story, it's like some long, drawn out story where, like, she says that her, like, she saw it on something that was near the table, and then her dad all of a sudden was like, spell develop. And <laughs> she couldn't do it. So then he wouldn't let her leave the dinner table until she got it right. I wonder how long she was there for. She put a lot of examples in the book. <laughs> That's some <laughs> D-A. weird man- manipulating, but also, I don't know, every dude on Long Island thinks they're like the smartest guy in the room, even though most of them can't even fucking read. Yeah. So this guy's like, spell develop. Well, you're so smart. Well, you can't spell develop. <laughs> <laughs> she spells it right. He's like, wrong. <laughs> According to Amy, her mother was oblivious to any of this. As she was so often at work, and Amy didn't know how to tell her. For a couple of years, between being a preteen and a teen, Amy lived with her grandmother and aunt on her mother's side, also in Long Island, but moved back to her parents' house when her grandmother passed away. Amy also writes details about an unnamed relative who sexually abused her when she was young. And that had repeatedly assaulted her when she was asleep in her own bedroom. <sighs> this all came out after everything else. So 
Her mother did back her claims of this happening when she was younger, though. Oh, that's a shame. <clears throat> this is all she put this all in her first book. Yeah. On the surface, Amy had a comfortable life. Uh, after elementary school, they m- moved to a more upper middle class neighborhood. And Amy was just a typical girl at first. She had her two best friends at school and fit in with the status quo. She says that she recalls feeling dread and general numbness since she was little. But all of her self-conscious irregularities didn't disturb the tunnel of suburbia that she lived in. So life went on, and by 1993, Amy was a popular girl at Kennedy High School. Where's Kennedy High? You know? Um, I'm not familiar with Kennedy High School. Um, it seems but- like a... Not a common name. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything was named after some sort of uh, uh, a white politician or, or uh, a celebrity from like the 60s. <laughs> there was John Glenn High School. And really? Whitman. Yeah. John Glenn. John Glenn High School was the one right next to us. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish it was like 70s like mm-hmm. entertainment. Like imagine <laughs> if you went to Charles Bronson High. Or, Hell yeah. Or like, you know. Steve McQueen Middle School. Steve McQueen Middle School. Where'd you go? Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. <laughs> Knuckles start cracking. Brawling. I don't know if we ever played anything against Kennedy High School, but most, uh, well, New York, at least Long Island, is a little bit different. When I moved to LA, one of the weirdest things was that like everybody went to like a private school out here, or most people did, and most people didn't like believe in the public school system in California. Um, but on Long Island, like, the, I guess the public school system was pretty decent when I grew up because everybody went to like public schools and they're all relatively decent and well regarded. And there were only a handful of there are private schools, but most people went to public school on, on Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Same mm-hmm. thing in Brooklyn too. And it's mm-hmm. like people are like, where'd you go? I'm like PS eight. Just mm-hmm. there's no name for it. Just public school eight. <laughs> just the number system. Yeah, I went to eight. Yeah. <laughs> so before she met the guy that we're gonna talk about. Amy had a couple of boyfriends in high school. She had the usual messed up relationships with them. Like, it's so detailed in the book. It's, like, boring to read because it's still basically from the perspective of a teenage girl when she wrote Yeah, she was, like, what, like, 20 when she wrote this? Yeah, yeah, basically. (laughs) She's got fresh beef with her ninth grade boyfriend. Yeah. And, like, super, she's, like, she's, like, he was, like, nice, but he was, like, kind of mean to me. Like, he would, like, say things. And then there was the other one who was too nice. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) anyway she has like the usual like you know like i left this guy for that guy and um she does say though that she did go through the traumatic traumatic experience of an abortion which her boyfriend the guy that was too nice at first did not handle well his name is rob rob didn't handle it well (laughs) not so nice now rob (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of Robs from Long Island. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> they stay together, and she was still dating him when one day in June of 1981, she went with her dad out to the Complete Auto and Fender Body Shop in Belmore to get some repairs on the family caddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, it was a family caddy. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's across town. She's like, she's never going to betray me. I love her. 
<laughs> she got mad because I told. She got mad because I told her to order stuffed shells. <laughs> she didn't get it. She brought me a fucking manicot instead. The fuck is this? <laughs> she had a vision of love when she saw the one, <laughs> one of the mechanics at the shop. Oh, also the number one in the charts. In That's the exactly why I put it in there. That's exactly yeah. why I put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-six-year-old Joey Barafuco. <laughs> That's the music. He, That's his entrance music. He right turned there. around slow. He's got his wrap around, <laughs> wrap around glasses on with the rope. <laughs> oh man, I can't He's believe all greasy. I'm Joey Barafuco is. Yeah, older than Joey Butterfuco was when this happened. That's so absurd. <laughs> <laughs> so fucked up. Uh, um, she was, to clarify, she was 16 at the time. 20 year difference. Yeah. Mm. When the crime occurred, Amy said that at first, like when she was being questioned at first, she um, she started saying that they were just friends at first. But in her book, she says that they began to get naughty by nature almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Back in 1992, <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> well done. <laughs> you, to clarify, well done, you. <laughs> On your writing, not not what Joey was doing. Yeah, no, yeah, that's the bad thing. <laughs> After meeting him that day, she kept coming by with different car problems with her Dodge Daytona. Oh man, everything about this is class. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> she kept like busting up her car to have excuses to see him. The seat won't go all the way back. <laughs> His cup hold is kind of small. And in, in uh, all the made-for-TV movies, uh, they all had their own different take. But every every uh, one of them, for some reason, had the same scene. Of her and Joey and his crew at the body shop of hanging course. outside and eating pizza. <laughs> it's always pizza. You <laughs> show up with pizzas and be like, "Hey guys, I brought some fucking pizzas." <laughs> and they would just be fucking eating pizza outside. And it was like a nothing scene; like it didn't have anything to do with anything. They all had it. <laughs> you know what I would love if you compared all three movies? Is it the same body shop in each oh, one? I wonder. Oh, wow. I wonder. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Interesting. That would be fun. That'd be in the great. Drew Barrymore version or the Alyssa Milano version? Yeah. Wow, yeah. and, and then Drew Barrymore and Alyssa Milano? Yeah. What? Yeah, they, yeah. they got Fisher. some major players. Yeah. And then a third one. I don't know who the third one was. But. It was a hot story. Hot. <laughs> it was a really hot story. Sidebar, real quick. Mm-hmm. News Radio, which is an amazing, amazing, amazing sitcom. Great show. I think episode two, they make a huge Joey Butterfuco reference for the entire show. <laughs> for the entire show? The entire show. It's a running gag for the entire show. Because... um. <clears throat> Matthew, Andy Dick's character, he goes on, he's re- making a report on the radio and he says Joey Buttafuco the wrong way. <laughs> and the whole running <laughs> gag is that he said Joey Buttafuco. <laughs> and like Dave Foley's coming in, he's like, real good work, Matthew. My cab driver loved that one. <laughs> it's just like, it's a great, great bit. Uh, either way, it wasn't long before her and the married father of two embarked on an affair. Oh. Uh, so you guys know what Joey looks like, but mm-hmm. for the sake of anybody listening who might not be familiar, mm-hmm. Joey was a sleazy dude who, um, he was a total guido. 
the total meatball. Meatball. He loved it. He was proud of it. Mm-hmm. He had he had like a, a Guido saying on his car. I did not write it down. And I can't believe I didn't write <laughs> down what the he had a quote on his car. I'll get it next time. I'm driving he like here. An, <laughs> he yes. looks like an extra in Sopranos, like the guy who would be like getting a dance at the Bada Bing yes. when they're yes. like cutting through to the back office. Yeah, he yes. kind of looks like the uh, the the dumb the dumb and forgetful uh, bartender at the Bada Bing. Uh, yeah, the but, one that like, but with Brillo hair. Like, the the <laughs> one that like tries to share his feelings with Tony and gets yes. fired. Yes, <laughs> I'm feeling this way, Tone. Tone, I'm really getting blah, blah, blah. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, fucking relax. I don't want to hear your fucking voice. <laughs> if I tried to tell you about his fucking sixteen year old girlfriend, I'm trying to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does that, and everybody's like, Tone, Tone, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Joey was 6'2 and built like a bull oh. with a face to match. <laughs> <laughs> and he was set to inherit his dad's uh, auto shop when the old man kicked the can, along with his brother. He was born and raised in sleepy Massapequa, Long Island. Massapequa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Massapequa, Long Island, by the way, the only place in the world I've ever seen that has ravioli stores. Specifically, more than one ravioli. Just pasta, not Italian food, ravioli. Just dry ravioli. Just ready, fresh, homemade ravioli. Mm. That sounds so fucking good right now. (laughs) It's it's probably amazing. The Italian food in Long Island is no joke. Oh my God. Mm. Oh my. The food in New York is insane. Yeah. Oh, I can only imagine. Oh. Did you visit Long Island a lot when you were younger? Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot. I definitely don't like. I travel a lot between like boroughs and stuff. You'd stay where you are or you go to the city. That but, makes like, sense. Yeah. But, or, like, or, or like you go to you go to school and then you get friends who live in yeah. these places and then you have a reason to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, yeah. But when you're when you're younger, there's no reason to like ever leave your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I got really good Italian food and like Canarsie mm. a bunch. A oh, bunch. Yeah. Canarsie's really good. It's the same like the, like with like LA how like you go into like any hole in the wall like Mexican food restaurant and it's all like amazing tacos and stuff like that. Long Island's the same way with Italian restaurants and like Greek diners. It's like any other corner, right? Any any strip mall has them and they're all great. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's drilling. <laughs> mm. That was totally a fucking. I know. It's real. <laughs> no matter what, Joey was eating good. Yeah. <laughs> Joey made the same noise all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey had worked at the shop as a mechanic since high school. Back then, Joey wooed cheerleader Mary Jo. And the two got married in 1977, right after high school. Now, 16 years into their marriage, they had a 9-year-old daughter and a 12-year-old son. Oh, sorry, I think I have this switched. A 12-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old son. Mm-hmm. The, kids were, the kids were pretty, like, relatively old. I mean, older. Yeah. They, they knew what was going on when this all happened. Sure. Yeah, they totally were yeah. aware. They would, like, probably get a lot of shit at it for it at school. I think, yeah, oh, yeah. she says that. She says, like, the, the <clears> daughter <throat> has her own show where she's trying to revive the Butterfuko name. Oh, wow. <laughs> trying to restore respect to the Butterfuko yes. name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Meadow, but- Meadow Butterfuko. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Panos. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Mary Jo stayed, ho- stayed at home and took care of the children in the house 
while Joey provided the American dream for them. Kind of. See, in high school, Joey had secretly loved his best friend's girlfriend. Mm. But not wanting to ruin their friendship, he went for the girl's best friend, which was Mary Jo. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Always stay close. Yes. It's a three-dimensional chest right there. You know, he's, he's playing all all angles. He stayed in proximity, yeah. He's like, I'm, I'll <laughs> rotate around here. So um, as soon as they break up, I'm getting my piece. Was his friend's name Jesse by any chance? Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can I find a woman like that? <laughs> well, his friend ended up marrying the, the girl that he loved. Mm. So they're both married. You know, but then the best friend, his best friend, passes away unexpectedly oh. when, when like, like I think it's like fifteen years later. Oh wow! He passes away. He leaves behind his behind his wife and his and his children. And then Joey takes starts taking care of the wife and the children, hmm. and pretty much treats the kids as his own. Um, and they say that's where it like. It's murky. No, they say they don't say anything else. That's the thing. Huh. Don't say anything else. But it's like it's kind of obvious, like what happens here. Sure. Huh. You know. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then on top of that, Joey had gotten a separate girl pregnant in high school, and she had refused to have an abortion. She's like, I'm Catholic. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> that was his argument. That was his argument. Come on, do it. Come on. <laughs> the baby. Forget about it. Oh. <laughs> what the hell you want a baby for? Yeah, what are you gonna do? Take it to go get rigatoni? Babies don't need rigatone. <laughs> um, so she, you know, she had the baby, and so Joey paid child support for that kid too, but refused. To make that kid part of his family. So he's paying for like five kids at this point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. He refused to make that kid part of the family. Yeah. Jon Snow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Well, but he's, uh, the kid's in Florida. So, uh, what would you call Of course it's Florida. It? It's the only other John- place that can be involved. <laughs> what would be the, the Snow last name for Florida? <laughs> Meth. <laughs> John Meth. John Meth. John Matt, my dad's Joey Botafuca. <laughs> he has to pet that in parentheses on every form that he fucking fills out. Uh, according to Amy, he dismissed the kid as a redneck who he had nothing in common with. So yeah, Your kid. It's his kid. He refused to raise it. She moved to Florida to raise the ch- the kid, whoever she was, and then now he's like Joey's like it's a little redneck. I don't got nothing in common with him. I had a picture in my fucking wallet. Look at him. Gross. <laughs> He's a piece of trash. He's nothing like me. <laughs> He's nothing like me. Yeah. He is my son. <laughs> Amy even says that um, he, the kid wrote to him to ask if he could come work in the shop. And he was like, no. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. so fucking cold. It's so oh, mean. It's Jesus. so mean. What an asshole. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope this thing doesn't end up well for him. so amy says that for the first month a month and a half of their relationship joey would pick her up in mary joe's car which was a jeep with the initials mj on the side in pink Mm -hmm. 
He said he didn't want Amy's dad to recognize the horn of his own vehicle. That is some fucking scumbaggery. It gets worse. <laughs> we learn we learn mostly about Joey in this episode. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> uh, back then, Joey was helping his best friend Dave with Dave's side business, which was for Micah. For Micah. Micah. For Micah. Thank yeah. you. For Micah, it's uh, uh, it's great because a lot of tables are made out of it. it it's just, it doesn't stain. You don't get rings. It's just this sort of plastic coating. My dad uh, owned a contracting business on Long Island. And, uh, I did he know <laughs> I Dave? Uh, he probably did. <laughs> I would not be surprised. <laughs> We're getting the inside track on for Micah. I had yeah. no clue. <laughs> those are those really shiny ones. Right? Yeah, yeah. They look like they have acrylic on top of the paint. Mm-hmm. It was very big in the early nineties. Yeah. Somebody puts a cup down on the table and they're like, eh, leave it. It's fine. Actually, yes. One hundred percent. I was at my friend's house one day and I and I didn't I was like, I said, there's a coaster, and she goes, It's from Micah, don't even worry about it. <laughs> I have that a very specific memory at Chris Catania's house. <laughs> For some reason that story makes me miss New York a lot. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um so Dave painted the what is it Formica? Mm-hmm. Yes. Dave painted the Formica cabinets in the shop after hours, um, and Joey would normally help him. But now, since he had a little side piece, Joey would pick Amy up, and they'd head to the shop. And then the shop was like a three-story building, and on the third story there was like what she called an apartment. Which was mm-hmm. really just a fucking room, like it's just like a mm-hmm. empty a office. Love room, a love nest. I mean, if you want to, she called it a love nest. She called it a, but it's like it sounds disgusting, dude. There's like a bed and probably a, like a bucket for cigarettes, but and she didn't. He didn't keep like a TV or a phone in there. Damn, nothing, nothing. That's where Dave used to take his hillbiz. <laughs> well, that's what Joey's doing. Now. That's what he's doing now. Yeah. It's a bed, or you think it was a pull-out couch? Oh, she God. says it was a bed okay. with a with a headboard on it, and they, there was a, a Superman sticker in this <laughs> Like 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 comic book Superman, or was it like Christopher Reeve? That was Christopher Reeve all the way, dude. That was Christopher Reeve all the way. Oh my God, ninety two. If Mary Jo called, Dave downstairs would tell her that Joey was busy mixing paint and couldn't come to the phone. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, oh, sorry, Mary Jo, he's, uh, he's, he's uh, mixing paint. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> he can come to the phone. He's mixing paint. Hey, you know, Christopher Reed can't walk no more, you know? She's <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Why are you bringing that up? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> They even covered their bases even more with Amy's parents because Joey easily buttered up Amy's dad. Like, Joey was like a smooth talker no matter what, but with like his dad or with her dad, Elliot, Elliot seemed like a moron. He was one of those dudes that could be buttered up super easily. So Joey Buttafuoco would be like, you know, like, Mr. Fisher, how are you? You know, just like this, the, the most like, Sleazy buttering up you can get. Mm. He's you so know, stupid. Like, He's like, I like it when you call me Mister. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. He's a very respectful man. Yeah, yeah. I like that. You're looking good. Yo, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. You been working out? No. 
<laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> so, um, he would butter him up, and he would give him like discounts and stuff. And I guess I don't know why. I guess because she would, so she was coming in a lot. Otherwise, I don't really understand why Joey would like be in constant communication with her dad, unless like there's always stuff wrong with like, how all many the cars car- do they have? Like, why do you? <laughs> how do you need? Why is your 16 year old daughter always at your auto shop? Yeah, she doesn't work there. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> when the repairs were happening on her car, which was often. Uh, he would call him and be like, I'll drive her home. And then they would like, he would be totally cool with that. She told her friends about Joey. She told them that she was completely in love. She said, she told him that he had said, I love you since day one, which I believe that he did. Oh yeah. We're still having a <laughs> for someone like him. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> what about Rob? So Rob, <laughs> that's a good question. Really? But Rob. What about- <laughs> about about this around this time, it's been like a month and a half or so. Mm-hmm. Rob comes to Amy's door. She's like, or comes to Amy's window. He's pissed, <laughs> and he's like, "What's your car? I saw your car. I saw your Daytona outside jo- uh, the complete auto body shop. What's it doing there? Yeah, what the fuck is this about the fucking stuff shells? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's throwing rocks at her window. Hey. Yeah. I will, really I'm pissed. gonna fucking throw the next one hard. He's yelling, he's yelling at her, and they break up. And he's like, "You broke my heart." You trash. <laughs> Cartwheels out of the scene. <laughs> Joey was also not shy about showing her off to his friends, so his coworkers at the Jesus. shop. Yeah, it's really weird. He would parade her around to his shop buddies, and he would like he preferred. She quickly caught on uh, that he preferred that she wear skimpier clothes when mm-hmm. when they were going to be at the group, like at, with his buddies. Um, I was going to say, it does seem weird if they're like, he's like, come on, guys, let's, let's all go outside, sit down and eat pizza. It's <laughs> like, yeah, cool. Who brought the pizza? This girl. She's a little young. None of them have, none of them said that. I doubt, and I doubt any of the any of the dudes in this story said that. Wow! Because they were probably all like, "Go job, Joey!" <laughs> Go Joey! <laughs> Good job, boss. Yeah, you know Dave's cheering him on because he's making the mixing paint jokes and not. <laughs> he knows what's going on. What if Dave is so dumb where he keeps on making the mixing paint jokes like <laughs> over, and over. over and over? He's like, "Hey guys, what's going on? You guys mixing paint?" He's just saying it also. Mixing paint. He's, He's like, like knocking on the door of the room. Yeah. And it's got some paint mixing in there. He's like, we get it. Uh, he would also take her to the guy parties. And, you know, like bachelor parties and, and the, the parties that they had, would, you know. Like just guys night and his 16 year old girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have the decency to like try and hide this affair. No, you know, no. especially like you shouldn't have an affair. You shouldn't be celebrating it, and especially an underage fucking girl. Yeah, like, she's like a neighborhood girl, right? Yeah. Too. So like people can <laughs> like the, these are dads. Yeah. These are dads of the neighborhood too that know this shit. Oh my god! I just imagine him. They're all playing cards. She's sitting on his lap. She's like, "What is this card?" <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It's a K for King. <laughs> that also seems so exhausting. Can you imagine like 
trying to talk to a 16 year old on a regular basis no. and having anything in common to say. No. I think with Joey, it was like he was so stupid. <laughs> or like it, he what he had like the mind of a 16 year old at 36. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very much Long Island's very much a place where like even like the 36 year olds have like they have like opinions on like current high school football. <laughs> Like it's very every town is a towny place and everyone knows each other. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic. She talks about one time where he even took her supposedly, this is according to Amy, he took her to the fair. Like mm-hmm. all the guys were going to the fair with the to take their kids to the fair, and then like not a lot of the moms were going. So he's like, I'm gonna take Amy to the fair and he like groped her and stuff in front of everybody, <laughs> all the guys and like then when the girls, when the moms of the neighborhood would come around the corner, he would be like, I don't know you. I don't, he like, oh, my <laughs> God. And she's like, ah. yeah, she's like, I don't mind. That's the whole thing is the, the whole time. She's like, I don't I really just don't mind. Like, she, wow. well, Amy. Yeah. She's fine with all of it. So mm-hmm. uh, oh, at least that's how she feels she is at the time, which is, to be fair, the mindset of a teenage girl is that you're yeah. like, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with this. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> there's no frame of reference for yeah. what relationships are exactly oh, like an adult or whatever you want to call it joey i mean yeah whatever he is <laughs> but is, is this what just... love is <laughs> oh, god and then she also talks about another time where he took her to a bachelor party and then this is like a dumb weird thing but basically he takes her to a bachelor party and then the stripper comes in and it turns out that the stripper is a prostitute to like one of the dudes, probably the the bachelor, um, goes down. They must be by the docks. They're like at a, a restaurant by the docks or on the docks, on the pier. Mm-hmm. And he goes down to the his boat with the prostitute and they start fucking on the boat. And then like because... <laughs> Because the friends know that he's fucking on their boat, on his boat. They're just like up on the boardwalk cheering him on. You can't see them fucking. You can can hear them? You can kind of maybe hear them. Maybe you're seeing the boat rock, but the boat is probably already rocking because it's in water. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's rock like, the boat, rock yeah. the boat. <laughs> yeah, fucking good. Yeah. Honestly, I wish I was there because I would, I would come in for the song at the most inopportune time. It's like, guys, okay, harmonize. Oh, I'd like to know if you got the motion. Oh, I'd like to know if you got the notion. Everybody, come on, let's go. Rock the boat, the rock the boat, baby. <laughs> Oh. I mean, in my mind, it breaks out into a whole dance. Yeah. 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 That's not what these guys are doing. No, but maybe is, they were. It's a way more show tunesy thing, I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, Joey wanted the same attention. So then he took Amy down to his boat next to the other boat and did the same thing. But I guess his boat had like a, had that little window where you could like lift up the window. Uh, oh and then his head poked out. So he started... He like did that while the guys cheered him on, and it was like, "Hey, somebody get her a drink!" And they did, and like y'all cheered, and it was just some more objectification of a sixteen-year-old. Terrible, seventeen at this point, I guess seventeen, which is the age of consent in New York. So she's only seventeen. We got all the songs today. Yeah, old enough. She's old enough for me. Okay, so. Besides all that, that's who Joey is. 
He was also sober because he had been busted for cocaine a couple of times and didn't drink or do drugs anymore. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he got his kicks elsewhere. <laughs> Where? <laughs> I can't imagine a good Catholic boy like Joey Buttafuoco would do cocaine. No, 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 absolutely not. It wasn't cocaine. <laughs> it's powdered sugar for his mom. Yeah. <laughs> for the cannoli. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a lot of cannolis today, officer. <laughs> oh. So while Amy hung out at the shop at night, she would watch the guys bring in cars at all hours. Joe explained to her that he ran a scam, frauding insurance by stealing cars and replacing them with the cars that were considered a total loss. Then chop shop. Yeah, chop shop. I had a teacher in high school that also got busted for doing a, having a chop shop. <laughs> <laughs> Probably knew Joey. Yeah, lucrative business. <laughs> it is. That's crazy. Uh, Joey considered it. A, Joey considered it a victimless scan because the guy who got his car stolen got paid out for insurance com- by the insurance company anyway. So I mean, who who really loses? And the other guy gets the new car, and then there's the old car that you sell for parts. It's not a problem. What's the big deal? So we tried to bin. <laughs> you know, it's, yep. it's like a crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like a little crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Joey's criminal activities were more sordid than he let on at first. See, on the streets, Joey Barofuco was known as Joey Cocoa Pops. for the cocaine because he sold the cocaine (laughs) Joey Coco Pops (laughs) Joey come here so um, he like I said before he got busted for doing coke or for having coke on him but he didn't get busted for his other side business which was that he was a pimp what? Yeah. Joey Coco Pops. Joey Coco Pops also does girls. That was his pimp name, yeah. Ooh. He worked for a madam who had built up her own escort service. But what he did for her is that he went around poaching girls from other agencies to bring him over to this escort service, which was called, the second name was called ABBA. <laughs> A B B A, and they explained that it was because it would then show up at the top of listing services. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Like you know when you have like triple A Chinese food, yeah, it comes up on the first. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, back then you had you just had like you know actual print, so it makes a little more sense. You had the yellow pages mm-hmm. so the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some guys like I got it. Aaron's pimps. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's prostitutes. <laughs> he was a collector for her and he hung out at the spot, which was like a diner parking lot, and made sure the girls came by and gave him their half of the money that they owed to the agency. Even in the dishonorable world of sex trafficking, Joey was disliked. <laughs> <laughs> The other agencies didn't appreciate him selling his coke to their girls or taking their girls and their drivers over to another agency. So no one likes Joey. Wow. Joey. <laughs> the poaching jerk off. Yeah. 
And Mary Jo doesn't seem to have any clue about any of I mean, this. she just is like glazing over it. Mm-hmm. She's just like not, mm-hmm. it's not non thing to her. And then what's weird is the way that they, um, the other people look at her like, oh, she always seems so nice and poised and, you know, she's quiet and reserved. And, and Joey was such a scumbag and like loud and annoying. And it's like, but she knows she's not going to. Joey Coco Pops is not going to be out <laughs> at like all hours of the night every night. And she's mm-hmm. and they have a ton of money. They have way more money than what a mechanic should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's running the numbers at home. Well, I mean, it's got to be yeah. like if I may make the reference one more time, it's got to be like um, uh, Soprano's wife. Yeah, yeah. Carmela. Yeah, Carmela. She's yeah. like, I know something's uh-huh. going on, but it's like you better not be doing those things that I think you're doing. But she's running the numbers. Mary Jo's running the books at home. Yeah. I, I probably, probably have a lot of cash, I would imagine, right? They would probably do. <laughs> so bad she's not having like a little fling with a cabana boy or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, pool, pool, pool kid. Maybe that's yet to, to come out. Mm. Who knows? Mary Jo. <laughs> not with me. I just mean like in, in general. Like uh, Mary Jo wrote a book too, but mm-hmm. you know. But nobody read it. No, people read it. <laughs> Joey Coco Pops. Joey Coco Pops is sitting in a diner parking lot at three in the morning. <laughs> who was the who was the mascot for Coco Pops? Was that the rooster? It was like a, like a it was a bird. bird. Yeah, yeah. it's a bird. Yeah, that thing. Cuckoo for Coco Pops. Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. No jokes to make there. Okay. <laughs> so after Joey was forced to go to rehab for the the Coke bus, he um, quieted down a bit. And that's when he started focusing more on the car scams instead of the the prosties and such. <laughs> but okay, so anyway, back to their affair. Uh he picked he uh started picking up Amy in one of his many rotating cars instead of Mary Jo's car, or in his boat, because Amy would meet him at the marina that was only a couple of blocks from her house. Mm. Which I found just somehow more gross. <laughs> and then he's like puttering up to the marina with his, his little, on his little boat. <laughs> and she's like, ah, Joey. I almost chimed in and went, nice. <laughs> <laughs> right before you said it's disgusting. <laughs> okay. And now we're going to backtrack a little bit because this, this only happens two weeks into their affair. Two weeks into their affair. Amy got blisters and a rash down there. Ooh. <laughs> is it what I think it is? Yep. She went to the doctor <laughs> who told her she had herpes. The herp alerts. Ah. Then she then went home and confessed to her parents uh, that she had the herpes because she was like, I'm not going to be able to get away with this. Um, and she told him about Joey. <gasps> and she said that he loved her and she loved him, blah, blah, blah. At first, her dad was furious, and he said that he was going to get Joey charged with statutory rape. Yep. And then he mm-hmm. accused, according to Amy, he accused her of letting it happen. <laughs> so I don't Jeez. know. Yeah. All right. Great job. The next day, Amy got into another car accident somehow. She's like, I was so distraught. I got into another accident the next day. Like, it's like you got into the accident on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, like, she was sixteen. She was been sixteen when this she's, happened. She was. She would have still been sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is nuts. But that was like her main way of going to see him. 
<laughs> it also wasn't like the legal driving age. I don't think. Like, I don't think she, she wasn't driving legally. Yeah, I like, do. I think she had a learner's permit at 16. Yeah, learner's yeah. permit at 16. And then. Yeah, but I mean, her parents are also letting her, like, <laughs> just like they have, they seem to have no idea where she is ever. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's only been two weeks, but like, still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets into the car accident. And she calls Joey at the shop, and Joey's not there. So then she calls Joey at home, and Mary Jo picks up, but Mary Jo doesn't think anything about it. She's like, okay, yeah, hold on. Mary Jo later says that it's like, people will call for Joey at the house all the time. So why would she think twice about it? Oh, Mary Jo. Joey picked Amy up, and while they discussed what to do about the herpes... (laughs) And about how, how she had told her mom or her parents the truth. Oh yeah, the herpes. Yeah, <laughs> not much she could do this there. This is before Valtrex. Yeah, definitely before Valtrex. Oh man, <laughs> this is just what she has now. <laughs> that is rampant. Yes. <laughs> that is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're talking about it in the car, and then the mom sees them in the car. They're like downtown. They're like in some on some main street somewhere, and then the mom sees them in the car. Mary Jo? May, uh, no, um, oh. Amy's mom. Oh, okay. Who has just been told that, you know, she's having an affair with this 36-year-old dude. <laughs> Damn. But the mom doesn't do anything. She, like, glares at them. And then he's like, Joey's like, calm down. Calm down, Mrs. Fisher. I'll just follow you. Like, he doesn't even have to get out of the car. <laughs> like. <laughs> His arms all hanging out yeah. needy and shit. He's like, relax, fucking. All right. All right. Okay. They're only blisters. They'll clear up. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> so he follows her home. He follows the mom home, so, you know, back to Amy's house. Oh, no. Then uh, Amy tells her parents that it wasn't Joey who gave her the herpes. It was a guy named Sal that she had a one night stand with. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the dad buys this. Oh my god! Choose, chooses to buy this. I should. Say. It makes sense to me. You know, you came to me like a man, and that's what I. <laughs> He's like, I also like your shoes. You commented on my shoes. They are new. They that does make sense. You would like them because they are nice. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> and the mom says, like, the mom doesn't buy the herpes story. But she also just like, she's like, okay, well, whatever. It's over. So that's all we're going to do. Come on. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously Joey and Amy continue their affair. And then Joey starts asking her to have sex with his friends. I knew it. I knew that was going to happen. So he could watch. And then he also starts asking for threesomes with other girls. Um, and Amy is still super young, so she's like, and she's just like, no, no, no. Um, but Joey would re- just relent for a little bit and then keep asking again. Like, just like a couple of days would pass by. Um, oh my god, mile. yeah, yeah. So, but she keeps, according to her, she keeps being like, no, Joey, I won't do it, stop it. And then at one point, um, she gets herself in a little pickle. Because she's fucked up her Dodge Daytona. Like, she keeps fucking it up. <laughs> and Joey, <laughs> yeah. She, and Joey keeps fixing it. But um, 
Now she just wants a new car. She's like, I want a convertible. So he does the whole chop shop thing on the Daytona. Amy convinces her dad to pay for a new car, to pay for the half the monthly payment of a new car with her. Because Joey tells her that he'll pay her other half. At first, she's like, I got to get a job if I want to get a car. And he's like, no, if you get a job, you won't spend more time with me. You won't have as much time to spend with me. Because at this point, they're together like every night. It's insane. It's no insane. mistress of mine's going to work. Yeah. He's like, you can't get a job. I'm not going to let that happen. By the way, you know, it'll be real hot. <laughs> you, me, and another broad. No, stop. Stop talking about it. All right. You're not going to get a job, though. <laughs> What do you think of Sal? He's cute, right? It's like he probably he probably propped her up like what's it called? A Gumar? Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're mm-hmm. my Gumar. You gotta call my Brajul. <laughs> um, so Amy lies to her dad and says that she got a job at the hair salon at uh her friend Jane's hair salon so that she could get the car. But then as soon as she gets the car, Joey says, I don't I'm having money troubles right now. So I can't help you with the $200 payment on the car. Like it's $200 a month (laughs) that he needs to help her with. And he's like, no, I can't do it. Uh, He's supporting like five kids. Okay. Okay. I am not defending him at all. That's probably what he said. I got five kids. He can't take on a sixth kid right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So... He suggests to her that she get a job at an escort service. Wow. Mm. Uh, he opens the phone book <laughs> and, puts it and points right to Abba. <laughs> oh, he does? Yes. Oh, like, there's one. He doesn't even have to. It's one open. Yeah. <laughs> he opens yeah. right to the page. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. We'll look for a reputable one, one that sounds nice, maybe like a band or something like that. <laughs> Alphabetical. <laughs> Boom. Oh! Told her that she didn't have to have sex with them. No, you just, he, she just had to go to dinner and have interesting conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. God. This is the kind of guy who would tell you, who would like, Set you up and be like, "Hey, all you have to do is this. You don't have, you don't have to kill the guy or anything like that." Then you get there, they're like, "So you're gonna kill the guy, right?" And they're like, "Joey." It's <laughs> <laughs> not what he said. So Joey connected Amy with the madam from ABBA, whose name was Rita, and she began working as a prostitute. After about a month of work, she says that she took on four of her own clients. She like, says, uh, oh, the "Madam." Um, well, Amy starts working for the madam and she does the madam's clients, but then she takes four of them for herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the madam probably didn't appreciate that. No, no, but I don't think the madam knew. She, Amy yeah. says that she was so good at it that the madam had no idea. Uh, she's still 16 at this point. She's 17 now. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Okay, good. Then it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> According to the state of New York. Yeah. God. <laughs> um, so she says she does this for like a month and then she has or she she does this for a little bit. She gets her clients and then she kind of stops taking calls from the madam and just focuses on her four weekly clients that she's got. <laughs> and she she also says that she never um, goes to calls at night. She always does them like right after school. 
She's <laughs> still in school. Yeah, she's in senior year. Oh. <laughs> she's an adult. <laughs> senior year, I was still going home to watch cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> when this was going on, this was like nine three. So like her, her, every like boy, little boy had like a crush on Amy Fisher, like because she was a typical Long Island, yeah, pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I remember I. It was in the news every day. I was like 10, 11, 10, 11 ish years old. So, like, didn't quite register because she was 16, <laughs> which might have been, well, it's been 42. Yeah, she's so old. Old. Like, it didn't yeah. quite register to me, like, how fucked up it was. <laughs> I was going to ask you earlier did the girls start dressing? Well, I mean, she already dressed like a typical Long Island girl, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's so. a typical Long Island high school girl and affectations. And yeah. I'm, one get a Ferrari for all my pain and suffering. Like she was just yeah, that yeah. kind of person, and she was like, like I said, like the kind of girl. Like every boy had like a crush on this, this like, cute Long Island Italian girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. and her picture <laughs> was always in the paper, always. Yeah, I think. I mean, I I don't see it, but you know, I'm also not a pedophile or a 16 year old <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she tells Rita, she's like, I don't, it's not really for me. I'm not going to do it much anymore. And so she just, she's like, I just, I just like had these four guys throughout their entire relationship. Amy also says that Joey kept talking about Mary Jo quote, being out of the picture, unquote. Hmm. Um, that she, sounds ominous. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He said that she didn't believe in Mary Jo didn't believe in divorce because she was Catholic. So there had to be another way. Um, a, every time Amy would bug him about leaving her for him, he would say that the time would soon come. This is according to Amy. <laughs> um, <laughs> it will soon come, my dear. Yeah, yeah. Soon, the time is imminent, my love. His Jedi wave is just a fucking whiff of, whiff of the hand. He's like, it's coming soon. <laughs> you see that movie? <laughs> Now they're deep in it. They've been in it for months. And Amy has very little to do with anybody besides Joey. It's all about Joey. She barely sees her friends. She lies to her parents about where she's working, where she's at. She's obviously leaving at night and has been for like a long time. Um, She doesn't really have friends at school anymore because she's just spending all her time with Joey. Um, And her and her. um, Her John's. Her friend from then she also she used to have a job at the mall for a little bit, but her friends from there, Maria and Lori, uh, are the only ones that still see her, but they don't really talk to her that much. <laughs> are they really Maria and Lori. Yeah. <laughs> That's their name. Maria and Lori. L O R I. Is it Marie and Lori or no, Maria and Maria. Lori? Maria. Maria. <laughs> Baby, I didn't know. First off, that we you're worked from Long at Jean Country. I know you worked at Jean. <laughs> Apparently, you did. By the way, I would listen to that podcast every day. <laughs> Jean Country with Marie and Lori. Oh, and Amy. And Amy. And Amy. Yeah, Amy's in the mix. That's Amy, insane. You can... <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Because Lori is spelled different. Holy shit. <laughs> so Maria and Lori are like... <laughs> Maria knows about... I know it's weird. Maria knows about Joey more than Lori. Because Amy keeps dragging Maria with her to go see Joey at the shop. Okay. So Maria knows that Joey's like a shitty dude. 
According to Amy, like Maria goes to the shop and while they're hanging out, while Joey and Amy are hanging out, Maria just like stays in the office and uses the phone the whole time because this is the time. <laughs> what, that must have been miserable. Like she didn't have a cell phone. Like she can't like surf Facebook. She's literally just calling her friends on the yeah. landline. Oh, that yeah. sucks. What you used to do, remember? Yeah. Like, what are you yeah. doing? What are you doing right now? Nothing. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, I, 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 you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve-o. <laughs> um, but they don't talk to her about it that much anymore uh, because, like, Amy just doesn't listen. So even though Maria's like, he's weird. Um, <laughs> she's like, whatever. I love him. He smells like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's yeah. weird, but he turns me on. <laughs> it's like good fellas. Uh, she was even skipping school a lot. Damn. Because Joey would call in as her dad. She would pretend to be Mr. Fisher. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's Ferris Bueller-ing it. Bueller-ing it. Yeah. That's insane. That's gross. And those people in school, like, we know you're not her father, but we don't know. What are we going to do? Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> Eventually... Through this, like, all this... Because now she's just, like, hanging out at the shop all the time with Joey and, like, his shady friends and all that shit. So then she meets a guy somehow through her, like, that and the prostituting named Chris Drellos, uh, who then introduces her to another guy named Steven Sleeman. <laughs> <laughs> Sleevy, Stevie, Seaman. Yeah. I mean, Seaman, Seaman, Steve. <laughs> Sleazy Steve. <laughs> Don't call it Sleeve Austin. <laughs> so she says that she never slept with either of them. Mm. Uh, because when the story came out about everything that happened, uh, both of these guys, Chris and Steve, claimed that they had sex with her in exchange for favors related to the crime that she will commit. But Amy's like, they're liars. I never, I never fucked any of them. Steven was like, like disgusting, a disgusting monster. <laughs> I would never. And then she even has the thing in there. She's like, Maria asked him once. Maria asked him after everything broke, why did you lie? And he's like, yeah, I did lie. <laughs> Maria's a good friend. Yeah, Maria, Maria sounds like a very good she friend. She does. She does. She tries her best. <laughs> why did you lie? Yeah, I did lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. Why you talk shit about my friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By November, Joey was ignoring Amy. And he stopped seeing her as much. Uh-oh. And he was spending more time at home. What was the holidays, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like Joey Joey like tells her like earlier on, he's like, I got a lot of shit for taking you to the fair. Like, you know, when he's playing grass with her at the yeah. fireman's <laughs> So this is kind of your fault. <laughs> Why'd you let me do that? Why'd you let me do that? What's wrong with you? Hey, you know what would be My hot? Was there. You know what would be hot? <laughs> She's like, I don't want to hear about it. He's like, I gotta go. <laughs> so she, she started getting really jealous because she was like, he's at home and he was not spending any time with me. So she first she gets Steve to drive her over to the Butafuco home, and she makes Steve go up to the room to to the door, and pretend to sell candy bars for the school, so that so that he could get a look at Mary Jo. He's all, "Hello, my name is Steve Sleeman. 
I would like to sell you some candy bars. <laughs> Wearing a cloak. Yes. Oh, sorry. My name is Steve Sleeman. That's how you sound. <laughs> what are those, like, McDonald's candy bars? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, those big ass ones. Oh. Somehow they're gross. <laughs> uh, so she says that she wants Steven to look at her and Mary Jo because she wants to know if Mary Jo is prettier than her. She hasn't seen Mary Jo like, no. this whole time. He doesn't have a picture of her in the office. He's got Christopher Reeve's picture, but he doesn't have his wife's photo. <laughs> I can't believe this. Man, it is... <laughs> he has the newspaper article where Christopher Reeves. <laughs> Had the accident with the horse t- taped up right next to it, just so people know. Man, the world was so different pre-internet. You oh my god, so much, so much, so oh. much. You could have ten secret lives, which is what Joey had. Um, so Stephen's like, no, she's not prettier than you. Uh, and then she's still not convinced. So then she. She goes up to the house. Like she then she gets Maria to take her there. And she does the same thing. Like, I'm selling candy bars for the school. And she gets her own look at Mary Jo. And she's like sad. She's like, I was satisfied that she's not prettier than me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um then in December, now it's December, and they haven't been seeing each other that much. She's going fucking nuts. She's going fucking crazy. Um and then she, and she gives Joey an ultimatum. You either leave her or you lose me. I'm sick of it. La, la, la. And then Joey's just like, why are you doing this? Why, why are you doing this? We were fine. We were fine. We got a good thing going and you ruined it. You ruined this it. Keep... perfectly for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love this. Yeah. So he's like, the ball's in your court, babe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like Patrick Ewing and the New York Knicks yeah the yeah. New York Knicks on top of the world I don't know about Starks though I don't know Starks <laughs> you brought up Starks oh my god this guy is from New York <laughs> <laughs> so she tells him she, she tells him she never wanted to see him again and that was it and they were over and she hung up <laughs> And then she went on a Caribbean cruise with her parents for Christmas. And she claims she tried her best to ignore Joey when he would page her. Because, by the way, this is a big part of the story. Mm-hmm. She had a beeper. She was mm-hmm. a beeper girl. She she says she got the beeper for the prostituting. Um, oh, yeah. And that, you know, she had her own code for Joey. Oh, yeah, go ahead. That was a, You're right. It was a big part of the story. It was also <laughs> because of this. It was always kind of like a joke or a thing. Like if the girl had a beeper, like oh, she's she's like, kind of like a hoe because you know you know every kid had a beeper. But <laughs> yeah. like later on, like the, it'd be pre cell phones, kids had beepers. But yeah. it was always a joke yeah. that if a girl had a beeper, she was you know, got to be careful. Yeah, it's been a, it's and it's made like a big uh, a deal in terms of this like having one at school because she's like mm-hmm. you weren't supposed to have one at school, but I had one. So <laughs> did you have a beeper? I, I used to have a beeper, yeah, for emergencies. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I had one. And your friends would text you, like, or beep you 911. Yeah. <laughs> I think you have to go and find a fucking payphone and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> it's I, I had a beeper, and it was, it was, like, a, it was like a huge one. <laughs> huge, huge, huge. So my brother had a bunch of them, and he was like, here, 
And I was like, oh, wow. This <laughs> 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 fucking VCR tape. I'm a fucking beeper. And no one ever beeped me. No. no my friends were all with me. They'd be like, what are we doing? And what is that? <laughs> I'd be like, it's a beeper. <laughs> oh, this car battery I'm looking at. Exactly. <laughs> it's really heavy. <laughs> I need to get a shoulder strap for it. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, I forgot to mention that, but he she says that now post Christmas she's like he would page me and I would not pick up, I would not call him back. Um, then in January after her dad told Joey, her dad calls Joey, knowing that they already had an affair or whatever. I'm sure they never stopped talking. Her dad calls Joey and she's like, you know, Amy needs an oil change, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he fucked my underage daughter, but the man knows how to work on cars and yeah. for a reasonable price. <laughs> and he gives me a good discount. Yeah. Where He's am like, I supposed to get that? Need I remind you, you fucked my daughter, so I am expecting at least 20% off of this oil change. Thank you, sir. I will not change my tone. <laughs> 20 percent 20 that is the intercourse discount <laughs> that is standard industry yeah a dis a, a percentage for every year you guys have uh, a different yeah, exactly. Every, yeah. exactly. <laughs> for every year you're separated that is a solid 20 percent it was almost worth it <laughs> i'm not an unreasonable man <laughs> so joey calls amy and this time she picks up at home and he's like you got to bring the car in because your dad said so and they immediately get back together uh, of course <laughs> maria was so pissed at this yeah she was like i thought you were done i thought what's the matter with you <laughs> i'm just imagining you with jersey hair <laughs> yeah yeah that's what it is you're mad acid wash jean fuck? jacket yeah <laughs> they're not even talking maria's not even talking to amy at this point because also amy has this other side quest going on where she's the she's the hot bitch right mm -hmm. that's what that's what she fucking feels like because now she's just hanging out with jane all the time oh, fuck her jane oh, thinks she's okay. hot shit because her dad or her uncle or whatever has connections to the mob <laughs> he oh, probably yes. didn't. Every fucking Italian guy on Long Island said he had exactly. Connected. Oh exactly. my god, that's true. That's so true. She says that in her like other teenage life, she would hang out with Jane. She wouldn't hang out with Maria and Lori anymore. And her and Jane would go to the mall, but there was this like parking lot outside of the mall where all the Guidos and the Guidettes hang out. <laughs> And like, is this in uh, Deer Park Avenue? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, that's a, that is a real thing. <laughs> oh my god! I have a whole thing highlighted for you guys to read next time. I won't put it in this one. It'll just be our intro for next time. This is exciting. That, that is about that. This is exciting. Yeah. Just just a little just a little vignette of life <laughs> <laughs> at the time. Um so okay, so back to back to the affair real quick. She um she starts asking him again about the relationship and when is she gonna when is he gonna leave Mary Joe and this and that and then, you know, does he really love her? And the reason that she's asking all these questions 
is because her aunt is asking her to ask these questions because her aunt also knows about the affair and that it's still going on. (laughs) And instead of being like, this is a problem, a serious problem, she's just like, he's not the man for you. You just got to ask him the right questions. And he's, (laughs) you know, and you're going to see, you're going to see he's never going to leave her for you. Um, so it's good to see someone in the family was responsible. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I guess now you can't control Amy. You know, you true, can't true. Yeah. keep her from it. Um, so she's asking about it. She's so then Joey kind of pawns her off again. I think he's like at this point he's like I gotta get rid of this chick. Uh, so he convinces her to join his new gym, Future Physique, <laughs> that his buddy Paul owns. And she tells, like, and he tells Paul to give her a good deal. And so she joins the gym and they go to the gym a bunch together. But then eventually Amy starts going to the gym alone and her and Paul start dating. Damn. Yeah. Paul is 29 years old. All right. It's a little bit better. She's still 17, right? But she's still dating Joey. So now she's dating Joey. She's dating Paul. She's got her clients. She's a busy girl. And she's still going to class, you know, so. Still hasn't graduated. <laughs> so much going on. I can Jesus. barely so handle much. it. I can so handle much. going to school and basketball practice. It's like, this is euphoria. This is like, this is Long Island euphoria. Yeah, it really is. It really is. I was like working at a video store at the time and I had to like yeah. fight, fight to do that. And I was like, God, my hours are really long. <laughs> so... She's dating Paul, but she's still desperate to be with her one and only Joey. She starts talking about acting on Joey's ideas about taking care of Mary Jo. And that is where we'll leave off for part one of the Long Island Lolita story. I love it. I love it. This has been fantastic. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> you could end it right there and it's already an insane story it's yeah. already an insane story <laughs> the crazy part hasn't even happened yet yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly <laughs> the, crazy part hasn't even happened yet. the craziest part of the story so far has been the fact that there's ricotta shops i mean uh, i mean rigatoni ravioli ravioli my god ravioli and mexican i would take all ours right now <laughs> <laughs> thank you mike for joining us oh thank you so much for having me uh, this is very fun and this story is so yeah, yeah. Um, it is the best. It's it, thank you for Mike actually suggested I forgot to mention at the top of the show that this was Mike's suggestion last time I saw him and it's been on my mind ever since. <laughs> we had to do it. I was I was very happy to uh do it because I'm a big fan of the podcast and I was doing it all the time yeah. and this uh story seemed perfect for you guys. Absolutely. Woo. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh have a good night. Bye. Bye.